everybody, it's He Yang. Roundtable is thrilled to launch the UniTalk Challenge, Rising Stars of Roundtable. If you like the show and enjoy our discussions, why not take the stage yourself? Calling all university students, both undergraduates and postgrads, to engage in an English discussion on a topic that ignites your passion. Record your discussion, which consists more than one person, and send it to us at ezfmroundtable at foxmail.com. You could be the next rising star of Roundtable. An incredible opportunity awaits, so seize the moment. Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. You're listening to Roundtable. I'm Lai Ming, joined by Li Yi and Liu Hongling. Coming up, where do people, young people in your country, usually hang out? In China, internet users are talking about a phenomenon where young people crowd the lower levels in shopping malls. The cynics say this is because they could only afford the goods and services available on these levels, while others say this is an expression of their unique styles and subculture. What do you think is the truth here? And in our weekly Motivational Monday segment, let's hear some inspirational remarks to get the energy we need for the week ahead. Now, roundtable, let's find out what young people are up to when they need to do some shopping. So this being a, quite a discussion on where uh, young people would like to hang out, and uh, apparently um, one or two levels underground at shopping malls is where they tend to uh, congregate. Is that true? Well, there is a so-called trend called B one or B two economy, and saying more young people are more likely to dine and shop on the more budget-friendly floors, and、uh, in most cases, they are underground floors, basement floors in those、um, fabulous shopping malls here in China. And、uh, this trend has even become a hot topic on social media recently, and people are questioning why young people are. Favor such floors more than upper floors in those shopping malls. Well, for me, for me actually, you know, for years, I think shopping malls are places where I eat and have some random after meal walks, and that's it. So that's why you don't I, even I also, you don't even buy there. <laughs> <laughs> I seldom buy, or I only buy very budget friendly things from B one or B two floors. And for say apparel or shoes or handbags that are sold on upper floors, I can actually buy them online on online platforms. <laughs> you know, so so I also love B one or B two. Yes. And、uh, and I think the reason is simple.、Um, not only because they are more budget friendly, but also they are more fun and walkable. You know, think about the design of those underground floors.、Um, they are not just、uh, so boring, such as the upper floor, <laughs> like only a line of apparel stores on both sides, and、uh, like the staff standing at the doorway and just、uh, looking at you and welcome、mm-hmm. you, and meantime judging you at the same time.、Mm. But I think B one and B two are just、uh, simply more friendly. Mm. And also, if you think about the layout of the shopping malls, usually the first floor is cosmetics and shoes. Yes. The second floor,、uh, third floor, depending on different kind of shopping malls, some of them would, let's say, employ their 
products based on different theme. For example, the second floor is relatively fashionable clothes for younger、uh, girls, and the third floor might be,、um, let's say, sports brands for boys. And then you have relatively mature clothes for relatively mature ladies, and then you have a designated floor for. Uh, a floor designated for kids with all that kids product. The thing is, if you think about all these floors, you don't really have to shop there every month. You buy one product, maybe half a year, a expensive cosmetic product, half a year. You you don't finish that if、uh, after well or until half a year. So you don't have to shop there quite that frequently. Whereas at the same time, the B one B two floor usually sell. Bakery, lovely beverages, cute little gadgets you can get for your cell phone, a、barbecues. cell phone case, barbecues. I can be there every other week or every week. So I do not feel like it's a trend for young people today. It's more like a trend for people because that's how you shop. <laughs> and it's nothing new. I mean, I remember as a college kid, I used to go to these underground shopping malls and to go for go shopping for jackets or、uh, swimming stuff. And then and sports stuff. So、um, and also to to have anything、uh, that's casual to eat. I mean, not anything that's、uh, a formal. That I couldn't afford as a college kid, you know. Exactly, and for young kids, they want something fresh. They want something new. They want the variety of products. If you want them to go to the sixth floor,、um, to sit next to a window with a view and have a Michelin-style meal that would spend five hours and cost them the I don't know the boat while、well, the. Allowance of half a month. I don't see that as as an option. Not even for me. But if you shop and have fun at B one or B two, you get to have a taste of all different kind of snacks, and maybe even have two or three bottle of milk tea, and that's nice.、Mm-hmm. I think the floor plan or the floor design of Chinese shopping malls is、uh, sometimes quite different from. One that's from a different country, for instance, in the United States. I I don't recall shopping malls being、uh, ever so boring <laughs> in in the States. I mean, if you go to the Pentagon City,、uh, you see a lot of uh, uh, vitality, a lot of young people hanging out, and you don't see a distinction between different levels. You know? Yeah, but like, I don't think like don't the think one you mentioned earlier. I mean, if you walk straight into a Chinese shopping mall, the first first floor will be a high end cosmetic products、mm. that I don't even. Stop for you know I, I wouldn't stop I just cross them straight to、floor. the third or second or third floors and on the second floor usually is is for the ladies I mean young ladies and then maybe mature ladies and the men's stuff will go、uh, even higher, higher above、yeah. and then、uh, above that will be sports. But to be honest,、But、I don't think it's boring. I think it's convenient because、oh. if you want to take your kids to shop, you do not want the products to be. Scattered into different floors, you just take them straight to floor five, and you know, buy the shoes, buy the clothes, and then leave them in the play theme park thing and rest for for a little bit. Well, the thing I I think it's just occurred to me that maybe it has to do with the way people live,、yeah. the way and、uh, the. the Living quarters are arranged in in Chinese cities as compared to, let's say,、uh, in the United States, where、um, uh, people tend to concentrate、uh, based on their income and their their class. Because、uh, if you go to Tyson's Corner in in、uh, the suburb of Washington D.C., then uh, or uh, I think is it Maryland or Virginia?、Uh, pardon me for for、uh, being poor with the geographics,、uh, with the geography in the states. But if you go to the Tyson's Corner, which is supposed to be a high end shopping mall. 
uh, then uh, it, it's just as boring as any other uh, Chinese shopping mall as well. <laughs> but don't you think like shopping malls should be inclusive? It should not be like labeled、um, as like a high end or a low end shopping mall. I think for a long time in China, shopping malls is not only some somewhere people shop. It's all. It's also somewhere people hang out. It's also where some people to maybe have some after meal walk. You know, so I think to have like uh, this uh, different layers of brands is also vital for the commercial real real estate developer and also the、uh, the operator of this shopping mall. You you really want to welcome as many customers as possible. You really want to welcome customers of all different backgrounds, of all different needs, and you want to satisfy the needs of different customer groups, right? This is what I meant when I said that maybe this has to. Do with the way、uh, cities have been planned in, in China. I mean,、uh, when you have、uh, large residential quarters、uh, concentrated in an area, you you would hope that there is a large shopping mall to accommodate the various needs of the residents nearby. As such, we can see、uh, shopping malls taking this tiered structure. Uh, like one size fits all kind of structure,、um, you can find anything there. But increasingly, both in China and in the United States, shopping malls are experiencing challenges as people experience this transition、uh, from the offline to the online. I mean, among other factors, right?、Mm, totally.、Uh, in the meantime, we see shopping malls are trying really hard to, let's say, deal with that challenge. And previously, in roundtable, we actually talked about a smart shopping mall. They provide different kinds of services and、uh, different kinds of. Experiences using different technology has something to do with the first topic we've just、uh, discussed, and in these kind of shopping malls, you get to not only wear the clothes, actually wear them, try them on. You can also use these smart mirrors to see if you look good with a different hair color, a different、oh, haircut. The mirror on the wall. Yeah, the mirror will tell you you are the most beautiful people in the person in the world, and the idea is that shopping malls are trying really hard as well. But I think in the meantime, even Though I think none of us agree to this quote-unquote phenomenon that young people are only shopping in B one <laughs> or B two, I do have to admit that young people are developing. At least this generation of young people are developing a relatively more specific and I would say smarter taste in shopping, in consuming.、Previously, How are they smarter than us? I think they're smarter than us. When we were young, we would sometimes fall in for the consumerism.、Mm. We would believe, oh, as a young Person, someone who freshly graduated from college, this is the time that you can buy your first luxury bag. Oh, you're the、It's- kind of person who will walk and and take your time. On ground floor <laughs> of shopping malls, I would save up for several months for my very first luxury bag. No, I'm not. I'm just saying there are people in our generation who believe that it's a sign of you are getting into the society, you are getting mature, you're earning your own living, and you deserve something fancy. But for this generation of young people, I think they're smarter. They realize the big logos and big brands. Yeah. Yes, sometimes you have a certain fascination, a certain crave for these product, product, and if it is genuinely from the bottom of your heart, go get it. You can also save up for several months. But if it's only social pressure, if it's only some of the older colleagues who tell you, "See, now you're in a workplace. You're not a student anymore. You should quit the twenty dollar shirt and buy some two thousand, two thousand yuan ones." 
they don't listen anymore. They know what's best for them, and they know what they would appreciate. And even sometimes they adopt this kind of, I would spend the kind of money I want to spend and save the kind of money I want to save kind of attitude. They would buy thousands dollar dollar thousand yuan worth of high end gadget, uh, digital gadget products. And if the seller dare to ask him. Ask them to pay for the shipping. They would say no.、Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the idea: spend the money you want to spend and save the money that should be saved. I think it's true that younger generation, especially younger、uh, consumers, they are being more confident in that sense. They don't really need validation coming from those huge logos on handbags or some on your shoes,、uh, on your clothes. They only buy. Things that they need, and and they only buy things they think it's worth the money. But meantime, I think besides the、uh, this shift or this transformation of consumers' spending habit, there's also a shift coming from the supply chain. Because thinking about like、uh, decades ago or one decade ago, you know, I still remember、uh, when I. When our family was trying to buy、uh, an, an an umbrella, and we say you can only buy umbrella of the brand Tiantang, and at that time it's the <laughs> major brand, you know, manufacturing umbrella. And I still remember that my mom would just took me to the major shopping mall in the city to buy that one item of umbrella, and it、mm. just cost me cost us like fifty or sixty yuan. That's pretty expensive. But now thinking about how many different brands are manufacturing good quality umbrellas of very affordable prices, I think that's also the change coming from the markets, coming from more diversified and more various brands coming from the market and, and being. Uh, they're offering more options to consumers, and it is because we have these different options. It is because we can really buy maybe the same or similar item、uh, with different prices. So consumers are making different choices. Totally, I think young consumers nowadays are very much freshness sensitive. They want new things, and you have to feed them with new concept, with new product, and even with new scenario for shopping. That can actually satisfy them. So. Can find them underground. They can find them underground. They can find them online. They can find them anywhere. As long as you give them that option, they would opt for it. If you are selling cosmetic product, yes, those very expensive ones, those old name brands are still there. But you still have to.、Uh, Provide them with new concepts. You have to provide them with new trendy ingredients. You have to, even when you're selling food and beverage, you have to tell them it's super healthy. It does not contain that that much sugar. These new concepts, these new scenarios, are also, let's say, very attractive to young consumers nowadays. They want more, and they want the best and the newest ones.、Mm, this is why I said、uh, the advent of the internet. Has introduced、uh, opportunities as well as challenges, and particularly more so for mall owners these days. You, you see,、um, at least in Beijing, in Western Beijing,、uh, there's a shopping mall area that used to be、uh, high end, or at least it used to be proper, it used to be typical. <laughs>、um, and and for one reason or another, it was not able to succeed. It was not able to attract a lot of、uh, visitors. And, I mean,、uh, it used to be.、Um, You know, standard. You're walking, and there are commodities designed for people of age groups, and then, and they opened and they closed, they reopened and then reclosed, and then that recently is reopened. They need a theme. They need a theme. They need to make the areas multifunctional. Nowadays, the shopping malls we mentioned the from the first level to maybe the sixth level, we have give them. 
different themes already, but they are only attracting people or brands that are selling the kind of clothes or items with that theme to go into that floors. They didn't actually give them a let's say a standard or a theme to decoration or a scenario mentioned. But actually, if you take a look at the B one B two floors, it can be quite social mediaable. You can go to these places, and sometimes they would have a theme of, for example, the eighties. Uh, generation, you would have the kind of posters, the kind of items that we see when we were kids, and you would go to that place just like you have just experienced time travel back in time, and you can buy the items. And more importantly, you get to take a picture and post it on your social media platforms. And when you walk into another corner on the B one or B two、uh, floor, you get to. Step into a AI themed area. They of course still sell the similar kind of headset, a similar kind of gadgets, but you get to feel like you're living in the future. So all these different themes, all these different decorations, also provide are providing young kids with these fresh and new experience that they crave. A multifunctional area or scenario is what they want now. Definitely, and I think also shopping malls. They are much more creative. When it comes to decorating basement floors, then decorating <laughs> upper floors, maybe that、why. is from a very, maybe I guess a very practical reason would be the cost would be less. Uh, you know, to decorate、mm. or transform、uh, basement floors, then decorating or transforming upper floors, and also well, the, it's easier to negotiate with smaller vendors yes, than maybe. to、oh, uh, discuss、yes. it with、uh, the high-end brands. Exactly. So that's why we are seeing a lot of like art exhibitions and different、uh, activities usually being held. On basement floor instead of upper floors, and for example, I think a very typical example would be the K Eleven shopping mall in Shanghai. That is a very fabulous shopping mall, but I think when you like wander in the basement floors of that shopping mall, it's very very. Comforting, very, very, and you know, soothing because there are so much, like, so many interesting and artistic decorations and exhibitions on basement floors, and、uh, and、uh, I think we can find more examples in shopping malls here in Beijing. So maybe from a very practical. Uh, perspective.、Mm. It is because the cost. It is because、uh, better negotiation, and also、uh, I think the stores they just、uh, come and go at a, a more frequently at basement floor than upper floors.、Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a trend that I observed、uh, personally. I'd like to run by you guys, and that is、um, regardless of what's going on in the society, the malls will have to transform and also、um, really shift the focus on. From providing commodities and goods to,、uh, let's say, servicing and、um, providing the unique experience that consumers cannot find elsewhere, especially online. Yeah, I think that is definitely a right point. And in the meantime, I think consumers are being relatively more tolerant these days because we have just finished the, let's say, fight against the COVID period, and we are coming back to offline places. We want the experience. We want to go to the mall with our friends, and we want to、um, buy and shop and eat and have fun in shopping malls. In I think this is the perfect time for. Shopping malls to try their very best to cater to the needs of the consumers and to find the trend and stand on it, and make a lot of money, and make us happy. 
Right. I mean, you're listening to Roundtable. Up next, Motivational Monday. Motivational Monday. Mondays. Welcome back to Roundtable's Motivational Monday. This week we begin with Li Yi. What do you have to share with us? Well, today I want to share a quote that I think will resonate with the doers and the dreamers among us.、Mm. And it's a quote by American entrepreneur and author Scott Belsky. It's not about ideas; it's about making ideas happen. And I think this quote is particularly inspiring for me because I think when I was young, you know, I always have have like little fun ideas, and I think, oh, I'm so creative. But now, like, yes, you are. Ah,、oh, thank you. <laughs> But now I think, you know, sometimes hard work to make the ideas happening and make the ideas into reality and your commitment are far more important than having those creative ideas. Easy for you to say. You find it easier to have a lot of innovative ideas. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> So I think this quote is a reminder that you know having brilliant ideas is just the beginning, and the real magic happens when we roll up our sleeves and bring those ideas to life. So it's like planting a seed is one thing, but making sure it grows into a living, breathing tree is even better. So、uh, think about those successful brand. App and very creative、um, product that we interact with on a daily started out as a thought, but it's really the process of nurturing those flashes of inspiration with commitment and effort that turns them into the giants they become. So I think it's not really encouraging everyone to to design something great, but it's only a reminder that actions speak louder than words. And if you have an idea or simply a wish, just to do it and work and make them. Into reality, so be a doer instead of a thinker, and be more proactive in turning your aspirations into accomplishments. So that's the quote I want to share today. Right, we aren't born. We aren't all born the same, and some are、uh, have a gift in thinking. Some have a gift in, in, in executing、uh, very brilliant ideas. Perhaps、uh, a good thinker,、uh, all they need is to find a partner in carrying out and executing them. And then also for、uh, real good dreamers or thinkers out there, I mean, you don't have to spend all your time and trying to perfect your ideas. All you need is to get the ground running, and perhaps. Uh, in doing it, in executing it, you'll find、uh, ways to improve it going forward.、Uh, this week, I have a quote from an athlete, American track and field athlete, who won four gold medals at the 1936 Olympic Games, and he said, "Friendships born on the field of athletic strife are the real gold of competition. Awards become corroded; friends gather no dust." I think he's, he's a very.、Uh, Adequate or a, a very、mm, well proper person to make that comment to make that、mm-hmm. remark, and that is, competition obviously is very good opportunity to make friends because people with the same talents and goals and have gone through the same hardship to be on the same ground competing must have a lot in common. So they they have a lot of commonality to begin a friendship, and then friends made through competition have been tested. People who put competition <laughs> before friendship, sabotaging people, 
their competitors, and they resort to unfair means to win the competition, will not own the trust of fellow competitors. So, if you were ever so lucky to make friends while during a competition, a speech contest or a, a, a debate, and maybe、um, you enjoy that person so much, you think he or she is so smart, and maybe you just found a friend of your life.、Mm, and then, when you grow up, start to work, you can make friends with your colleagues who you you know work hand in hand, shoulder by shoulder, together towards the same goal, and collaborate. And afterwards, after the achievements, you would not again sabotage each other's opportunities of saying what you've done in front of the boss. And that is a <laughs> A good way to make friends as well. I think we make friends. Friends are so vital in life, and you make friends in different stage in your life. You just have to have the eye for a good friend, and you would be benefited for the rest of your life. I totally agree with you, Lai Ming. And now I think it's my turn. My quote is not、uh, this on the same line of your both of yours.、Uh, my quote is actually from a. Book called *The Gift of Intensity: How to Win at Life and Love as a Highly Sensitive and Emotionally Intense Person*.、Oh. <laughs> and the quote is: "Emotional intensity is not something to be fixed or cured, but to be appreciated, accepted, and mastered." The thing is, in this society, in this day and age, for people who are relatively sensitive to the surrounding, actually, it stands for twenty percent of the total population. By the way, you would feel that sometimes it's limiting us. It's making, it's holding us back from expressing ourselves, being heard, and taking charge of our life, love, and work. It feels like you are constantly being hurt by people surrounding you unintentionally, and you know they mean well. It's just they don't feel the way you feel, or they mean you no good, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The thing is, being sensitive sometimes is portrayed in this society as something that you need to overcome.、Mm. You need to stop being so sensitive. You need to、uh, understand the power of not being aware of the surrounding situation. But I don't always believe in it, and. Um, as I come across this book, I realize it speaks to my heart that a sensitivity is a gift. It's something that allows you to understand the world deeper and understand the world better than the rest eighty percent, maybe. And it allows you to have a relatively more complicated feeling and emotion about the world. It allows you to have a complex thinking and create creativity. And you are you can be very powerful in the sense. That That you percept,、um, you can have powerful perceptivity and intuition, and you can have the ability to accept truth in a deeper level. You can be more profoundly, you can have a more profoundly rich inner world, and you can have the potential for a better and more interesting spiritual experience. So instead of trying to be someone who's not as sensitive, try to be aware of the situation and. Try to accept yourself, appreciate yourself, and master that sensitivity. Right, the world may seem unfair to people who are、uh, ultra sensitive because they have to、uh, constantly be disturbed or distracted by people, and they couldn't help but notice、uh, irregularities or emotional uh, fluctuations uh, of people around them. So much so that they often get distracted from what they want to do, and it's a very hard life for them. But in fact, over time, when highly sensitive people learn to overcome their sensitivity, in the sense that 
not in the sense that they uh, they get rid of that sensitivity, but in the sense that they know how to deal with it,、mm. they know how to negotiate and navigate the the atmosphere around them. Then they're at a unique advantage to、uh, see things and arrange things and make lives much easier for people around them, and that is the benefit of being highly sensitive. And there you go. And that's all the time we have for、uh, this discussion on Roundtable. Thank you for listening. And、uh, find us at Roundtable China or any podcast platform, please.